we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm so excited because it has been a second since I have had my partner in crime, OG co-host and producer extraordinaire, Armin, on with me. Armin, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Eddie. How was the last week with uh, Matt, Suze, Kelsey? Like, you really had the full rotation. Going. I had the full rotation last week. It was it was good, but, you know, nothing's as good as you. I always, <laughs> I always miss my army. I really do love your South Bay crew, though. I do have my South Bay crew. I'll explain what that means really quick because I don't know if people understand what <laughs> South... I'm not on the South South Beach diet. Sorry. That's what it is. <laughs> no. So I... You live up by Dorit and Kyle and I live closer to... You love to say that. I know. And I live closer <laughs> to Kelly Dodd and the OC ladies. I'm a little bit more South Bay. I'm a little bit closer to Laguna Beach. Um, and so it's, sometimes it's hard for us to meet up and connect. We usually do, but... In case of emergency, we got that SB crew, which is all my South Bay friends, which right. is Suze and Matthew and Kelsey, who are so much fun. If you guys haven't listened to them yet, go back and listen to last week's episodes. They each bring something different and fun to the podcast, which is kind of exciting. It's like a little bit of a different flavor. I'm oh, always yeah. there, but they're like the different. I'm like the regular hot dog, and they're the different condiments. What if you had like Matt and Suze and Kelsey do a trio pod with just the three of them one day. Bitch, I'm on every podcast. <laughs> do not try to ice me out yet. That would be a funny experiment though. It would be interesting. Maybe just for Patreon. Maybe a just for Patreon. Maybe a just for Patreon. Yeah. Ooh, I like that idea. I'll bring it up to them. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what we can do. <laughs> we need to talk about Kenya because this week's episode of Atlanta was giving me everything and more. I more 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 Kenny more more um Atlanta has been delivering clearly no one wants to film with Nini yep. that is made very apparent this episode uh and except Marlo for candy. except for Candy but uh, you know Candy's always gonna just it's Candy's show she's paid the most she's gonna show up where Bravo tells her to show up I've also noticed that Candy is doing a lot of filming with just her and Todd well have you noticed that I have noticed that I mean Candy did have her own show for a while right uh, I do think it is because, as we know, she is going to have that baby. She has Blaze coming. And then also there's the whole idea of the relationship with Kayla and Todd, which we'll get into as well, which I think is a, it's a bigger role. And I feel like since Riley's maybe gone uh, for the summer doing her New York internship, you know, maybe it's maybe she wants to bring in the family aspect, but this time with Kayla more with Todd. So I think that could be a reason as or well. Or they're testing for another maybe another show? spinoff. You always are making these rumors about new shows, and it's like people <laughs> listen. We make up these shows ourselves. We are not saying Bravo's coming out with these shows, but it could be. You know, we're we. I feel like people think we have like an inside scoop because sometimes we do. So that when you, we like, you did have the scoop on Salt Lake City. Yeah. And so I think people are going to think I have the scoop on candy. I know nothing. I know nothing. I am Jon Snow. Is that the right? Did I use that right? You know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, see? Guys, I know I know GOT. <laughs> and you didn't even watch it. I didn't. I watched recaps in Game of Thrones. That's how I got through. Thank you, JVN. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Atlanta. Let's get into our recap. 
because we've got a lot to recap this episode, a lot to get through. And it starts with Tanya and Portia getting their belly sucked to get those fire abs. Have you ever done this? I've never done this. I've never done cryotherapy, which I want to try. I've never done. I think this is like arm technology. I don't know. It's something weird. I've never done this. I've never done like electrical things on my stomach. I'm all natural. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you're all about following these trends. I I haven't done but any, not this one. I've never done really any like plastic surgery. I've done like facial. I haven't done any plastic. Not really plastic surgery. I've not done zero plastic surgery. Um, I haven't done. I know what these trends are because I know about like you know. I always talk about like the different procedures and stuff they have. Right. I like to keep up on the knowledge of what these things are, but I've never experienced them myself. You're all about the like cutting edge of this industry. I am because I think like this is the future of like beauty. And I guess somewhat fitness. And I like to be knowledgeable about like where things are, how long things have been around, what's like the hot new stuff. Just because like I'm not going to, you know, tell someone I know to get one of those. What were those things you used to put in your mouth and like chomp down and that was supposed to like make your neck less saggy? Bitch, now just get to Kybella. It's like a shot, a little wrap around. Some I don't know what either of those things. Okay, are. there was this thing they used to sell, like I've seen <laughs> on TV or something like that, where it was like you put this thing in your mouth, yeah, and you were like chomp down, and it was like, it was like I don't know. <laughs> I wish like, everyone could everyone see could the see facial me doing this right now. You are yeah, doing. but it was supposed to like tighten your jaw and like under your tongue, so you don't get that like like turkey gobble. Okay, you know when the skin hangs. But now, like I mean, if you have like a double chin, you just get Kybella. Which is like, it's like a, it's like a plastic surgery shot that like helps like shrink the fat under your chin. It's like a whole thing. But as to, as Portia's grabbing on for dear life while this thing is (laughs) suctioning her belly and she's like, it just feels like a big poop. And I'm like, oh my God, Portia, who kills me? Portia needs her own show again. I, I could literally watch Portia for the rest of my life, but they're talking about Marlo's wig line event launch. Oh my God. That was a big mouthful. But Marlo has this line of wigs she's coming out with. Um, and she is having an event launch party. And so Portia's asking Tanya, okay, well, who did she invite? And Tanya goes through the group chat. Every single woman on this cast is invited. All the friends, uh, I mean, Shamari's on the invite. You've got Yovana, which I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, even Tanya's invited. No, Tanya's like a main friend of, but everyone's invited, which is pretty shocking because there's still some beef. I mean, with Kenya and Marlo, there's beef with uh, Marlo and Eva, but she still invited these ladies to come to the event, which I thought was good. It was kudos to Marlo. She's, I mean, not trying to be shady. I mean, she wants people to come to her event and show face, and it's, I mean, it's free press for her, but at the same time, it's like... Good for the drama. It's good for the drama. <laughs> let's and, be honest. And let's be real. Marlo is gunning for a peach. Marlo has said very publicly recently that she thinks she deserves a peach, she says she, people only get to see her for every for 15 minutes each episode, and it's just her being messy. And she's like, they have no idea what my life is like. They have no idea what keeps me up at, my, at night or makes me cry. And she's like, I deserve a peach. Um, I agree. I think Marlo puts in the work. I feel like Mar- Marlo should deserve a peach next season. We should get to know more of Marlo. Knock out Nini, bring in Marlo. I think the counter argument is that would, sh- would Marlo be as effective as a main cast member? Because we know Marlo is like the most accomplished friend of ever. See, my thing is I think Marlo delivers and she will deliver. Right. She's basically a full-time cast member here. I mean, half the drama is about her this season. I agree. I agree. That's why I say give her the peach. Let her be a full-time cast member. And you know what? What's the difference if you lose a great friend of or not? 
guess what? You're just adding a great cast member. Exactly. And I think with the Mumpty thing and how she's taking care of her two nephews now, I think that's a storyline that I would love to know about more and see her kind of taking on this new role as like aunt mother. So, I mean, give Marlo her peach and let it be a day. Because I tell you guys, when that happens, Marlo is going to take the stage and be the new reigning queen of Atlanta. Even though we got it, Candy's always going to be queen. But bye, Nini. Hello, Marlo. That's all I got to say. And listen, if it doesn't work, you could always just relegate Marlo back to a friend of. Exactly. You can pull the whole Vicky Gumbelson and do the big switcheroo. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, though, what Tanya reveals at this um, fat-sucking, ab-making procedure. And that is they are going to Carnival. And it's not like Carnival where it originally is. It's actually Toronto Carnival, which is the biggest carnival, they said, outside of the West Indies, I believe is what um, Portia Portia said. said. So it's a huge party, a huge celebration. um, And... A like Portia said, she said, I always wanted to shake my butt at someone's carnival. She's like, I've been wanting to go here forever. She's, and then she's dancing out. They have the full carnival attire ready to go in the procedure room. Uh, Tanya's nipple falls out because she's busting so hard. And you have Portia chanting, we go into carnival, we go and get nasty. And I'm like, okay, we need to see Portia in carnival ASAP. I need this cast trip. It'll yesterday. be a fun cast trip. I think for sure. I hear great things about Toronto. I've never been. I've also heard a lot of great things about Toronto. And I would love to go to Canada. I've only been to Niagara Falls. For listeners who want to know, I've only been out of the U.S. to the Niagara Falls in Canada and to Mexico, all over Mexico. I've been to all of the Cancun, Cabo, Puerto Vallarta. You haven't been off this continent, though. No, I haven't. Yeah, You've said that on the podcast before. I want to hop but the pond. I want to pop the pond one day, and maybe I'll do that when I go to Toronto. I'm joking. I know that's in Canada, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Could you imagine? But um, you can also go the Great Lakes. That's my pond. go to South America. True. Yeah. Brazil. I could go yeah, to Brazil, Brazil, Rio, Argentina, Colombia. There's a lot to see down south. There is. Yeah. There's a lot in the world I need to see. I could even yeah. go further south and go hit up the penguins in Antarctica. Why not? Get a little chilly. But definitely, I think uh, Europe is in your future. Who knows? Eddie takes Europe. <laughs> Bravo. Call me. <laughs> it fits in with your love of alliteration. It does. Eddie, You Europe. know me. I'm always... I can't believe you've never been. Double letters is all me. Oh, I Anything with double letters. <laughs> Eddie I get. Estrada takes Europe. Eddie Estrada. E-E. I love it. I love it. Um... But I'm excited for this carnival trip. The ladies seem excited. Um, we'll see who all gets the invite. I know we posted a photo a while back, um, a regram of Tanya, of them all at carnival. And I can't remember who exactly was there. I know at the end of it shows scenes from next episode, and Nini's like apprehensive about going, but I think Nini does go. I think so too. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But carnival's in our future. Let's go back and talk about Candy again, because we were talking about Candy a little bit and how you said Todd and her are filming more. We have this whole scene where Kayla, Todd's daughter, comes to talk about the London trip that she had with Todd and, you know, Candy's asking if she had a good time and how things are after. And she basically reveals that the communication between her and Todd isn't what she hopes. She says her mom talks to her every day, um, calls her constantly, and she feels like she doesn't have that with her dad. And if there's an issue, he just doesn't talk to her for a couple weeks. Right. And the only time he ever really expresses himself is if he's pissed at her. Exactly. 
which isn't a way to be, you know, it's, it's, it's sad that she can't have this connection with her father when she so desperately wants it. Todd Um, seems quiet. He does seem like a quiet man. I feel like he's never been that expressive. Mm -mm. You rarely see him that emotional. No. Um, but I, I do feel like Kayla should be able to go to him for things and not have to go through candy, which he was upset by her saying that as well of being like, Oh, I feel like I have to go through candy to talk to you sometimes or to get things to you because you're not talking to me or there's no line of communication there. Uh, and that's kind of awkward for candy mm-hmm. as she said, um, because she doesn't really want to get too involved because she is Todd's biological daughter. Yeah. And, and not so candies. She doesn't want to get in between them or take a side. So she does her best to facilitate communications, but in the end it, they kind of have to work it out. And it's funny to see Candy analyzing all this and then worrying that maybe this is a issue with Todd and the way he treats his daughters and maybe future daughters. Yeah. Um, because according to Candy, he doesn't treat his son that way. Mm-hmm. He's right? great with A's. But Candy's saying she's not going to have any of that. She's like, nope. no, there's, he's not going to not speak to our daughter for, you know, weeks on end. And I don't, I think she's going to kind of help with this. Cause we did, again, we're guys, we're cutting back and forth to the preview from next episode, but we see candy talking about this again with Kayla, getting things more to a head. So hopefully she can kind of break through to Todd and kind of get this communication going, show Kayla affection. Cause she feels like Todd doesn't show her any affection as her, his daughter. And it's like, you need to have that love and support there from your family to feel capable to do anything in your life. I think sometimes, and I feel like that's where she is, is like, she feels like she doesn't have the support of someone she's so close with who's supposed to be her father. And she feels like he's not really being a father. He's taking her to strip clubs in London, (laughs) but he can't tell her, I love you. Like it's sad. Do you buy like Todd's argument that he's just trying to like toughen her up? No, I think, I think that's sad. I mean, the tough love thing, I don't think if it I don't think it really works. I mean, my parents were so amazing with me and I feel like I have the thickest skin in the entire world. Like I feel like that's just something you learn and that's being comfortable in yourself and who you are and being raised right. Like you don't need to like not show affection to toughen someone up. I feel like that would drive me even more like emotional or like more anxiety driven about my emotions and feelings and love because I'm like, okay, you don't love me. Like, what's the situation? You're trying to tough me up for what? Like, just give me a hug. It seems like Todd is like this with Kayla because he just has, like, an issue with, you know, being emotional in front of her. Yeah. Not because it's some, like, well-thought-out strategy. Well, I mean, then that's the thing is, like, he needs to get over his own issues with his masculinity and show some emotion and show some feeling and not just be like, oh, it's tough love. It's like, no you're afraid to show who you are and show that you are capable of these other emotions and, you know, give those to your family and your daughter. Like it's sad. I wonder if he's vulnerable with candy. He must be behind the scenes. There must be something because um, if candy doesn't pull it out of him. hmm. (laughs) All right, let's move on from candy and Todd and talk about candy and Nini. So Nini, who we've seen very far and few between on this season so far, it calls up Candy and Candy's like, why is Nini calling me? And Candy 
says that Nini's like here to get the tea. tea. And we get the clip of Nini being like, ooh, what's that tea, honey? I know you have it. I know you want to tell it to me. I know you want to spill the tea. And Candy's just on the other line of the phone like, what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> like, why is she calling me? What's her deal? But when they're at this like lunch or whatever, Nini, the first thing she brings up, of course, is Dennis. And she's like, right. I need to know about Dennis. Is he hooking up with the pets? Like, <laughs> Nini. This storyline is three episodes ago. And no, bestiality is not something that Dennis is dealing with right now. And wh- what did she say? She said something about Portia having to check in at PetSmart. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nini, girl, you messy. But this is like five episodes ago. Like, get over it. Um, But Nini does bring up. That after, after, uh, Candy kind of calls Nini out. She's like, I don't know why the girls were mad at me, all this stuff. And she's like, well, you did give an interview the day you were like the week of meeting these women. So of course they're going to be upset because it's a fresh wound. She's like, well, no, Cynthia has been talking about me. I actually have audio evidence of someone taping Cynthia talking shit about me. Dun, dun, dun. And Candy's like, well, who is this person? Like, who's this like friend of both of you that's feeding you this information and he's like i can't say you know i can't say who that is i won't i won't i won't say who it is guys it's straight up and we'll get into this because there are some theories get into it now get into the theory it's yovana i dead ass think it's yovana for the simple reason is that last episode she's like oh yeah i was talking with cynthia i have receipts and it Nini's makes sense. Like, you it have fits receipts. really well. I mean, I guys, Yovana has been trying to get on this show for two seasons now. She tried to get into a fight with Eva. Now she knows the only way she can, or she thinks the only way she can get back on is by being Nini's little like dastardly <laughs> sidekick. I, I need for this to come out. I need for this to be known. I feel like it will be. If that's her motive to get on the show, it actually, it's better for her for that info to come out. Oh, 100%. If it comes out that she was the person, but you know she's not going to let it out easy. Um, I don't know. I mean, if if she is really like that, like overtly motivated to get on the show, then she wants this to get out because then it shows her to be like the person behind the scenes trying to expose Cynthia. That's great drama. That's amazing stuff, and that could maybe get you a peach. I don't know. Hey, it could, but she's not gonna. She's not gonna have this information easy because we'll skip forward for a second. Because at the Marlowe wig right. event, Candy in front of Cynthia straight up asks Yovana, "Were you the one who recorded for Nini?" And she goes, "Who told you I recorded Cynthia first? And then she goes, "Oh no, yeah. I didn't do that. I never did that. I never did that," which was a slip up. Exactly. Which makes me also think it's Yovana and the way also, she's Cynthia's. Can I quickly no, yeah, say? of course. Cynthia's confessional was funny because she's like, "Yeah, that was an adamant denial." I actually thought that was a weak denial. It was very weak. It was she was a like very laughing. Weak denial. It wasn't. Yeah, and I yeah, I didn't buy it. Was it was very like, "Oh, who me? Oh, ah, no way, it could be me." While it's quite obvious that it was likely you, we're it gonna was, still yeah. say allegedly, allegedly, because but- we don't know. <laughs> I'm pinning it on her. Knives out on Yovana. Uh, it would play well for her. I think for it would trying too. to get on the show at least. Yeah, not with making friends. Well, she's not here to make friends. True. Uh, but even the way she like, I'll, I mean, this is spoiler alert. You watch the episode. This is like her running after Nini. She, you know, she's right. like not even from Marlo. Like 
this girl obviously has sides. It's not with Cynthia. Sure. It's not with Candy. It's not with Portia. It is with Nene Leakes. And this woman is using her to get ahead. Both of them. Um, but let's 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 go into the wig event because Eva's not going. She tells Cynthia, she's like, I have had issues at the Bailey queue. I've had issues at the, the baby shower events before with Marlo. It's just not going to happen. I don't want to put myself in this situation. I don't need the stress. I'm pregnant. But I think the either culprits of the, the recording is Yovana or Marlo. Personally, I don't think it's Marlo because I don't think Marlo is that messy. I oh, there's no is, way it's Marlo. There's no way it's no, Marlo. No, 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 no. It's Yovana. Uh, I mean, Marlo can be messy, but I don't think she would betray Cynthia like that. No, I don't think so either. I think I think Marlo is too aware of her friendships and aware of, you know, she also where she stands. Smart. She's too smart. Yeah. Yovana's desperate. Um, but let's talk about people pulling stunts because Nini pulled a little stunt after Portia um, was pregnant oh, yeah. and called her out and called her all these like piggy and like fat ass and all this stuff. Those and it's like, were bad. yeah, it's like, this isn't Kelly and Vicky Gunvalson texting. This is Nini texting of like someone who's just had a baby. Uh, and it's, and anyway, it's not justifiable. What did I say? <laughs> well, like, I don't know. You made it seem like it's justifiable if it was like Kelly texting that to Vicky. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I agree with Emily. <laughs> <laughs> when Emily said on the last episode, if y'all haven't watched um, Orange County, she said, don't attack Vicky on her looks. Attack her on her character because there is plenty to attack there. That's my thought. She's on a con it. woman. Got conned! I was conned! <laughs> conned! All right. Well. No need to attack the, the looks. I wasn't attacking the looks. I was just saying. Right. It's much like Kelly Dodd texting Vicky, but this was. You were saying it was meanie. worse that. I think it's worse yes. texting someone who but just had a baby. But it's not justifiable if she wasn't having a baby either. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Portia is not happy that Nini's going to be there. And all the rest of the ladies seem fine with Nini being there. But Portia's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to see this. Cynthia doesn't want to see Nini. Uh, only one who seems like really actually chill with Nini besides Candy, because she has to be, is Marlo. Yeah. Everyone and Yovana. Everyone else is like, no, I don't want to deal with this bitch. Like, I don't want to deal with this drama. Nini's not about it, and we're not about Nini. Which could also reveal while she's been, why she's been filming so little with these ladies is because she's been iced out. And she does feel like it's unfair that, you know, all these ladies can talk shit about her, but the one moment she opens her mouth, it's not cool. Well, Marlo decides to jump in on this Portia versus Nini beef and is having a little competition where they have to style wigs on models. And of course, the first pair up is Nini versus Portia. Now, this would have been perfect if it was just these two, right? Brilliant, by the way. Marlo, you are a genius. Love that move. It was good. It It was great kind of like self-producing just being like well i'm gonna put these ladies against each other and have a competition which would have been fantastic they probably would have had a little tiff it would have blown up Uh, nini would have been mad that portia won because nini only got a warm curl and iron and she was upset about it but we can't even finish the competition because much like nick cannon in the hit drum line a drum line comes in to marlo's hair wig event and it is none other than kenya moore and her kenya moore hair care squad coming in <laughs> drums are banging samples are flowing voices are screaming do you care about your edges <laughs> what an entrance 
could you imagine that just for a minute going to a launch of a product to go support this person that you know, maybe you don't know, but you got invited to this event and you're like, wow, this woman Marlo is coming out with this wig line. Fantastic. Then all of a sudden you turn your head to see another competing business coming in <laughs> with a full marching band, essentially chanting about their products instead. Kenya has no shame. She has, well, she said she wasn't trying to be shady. She was a businesswoman and she saw synergy between the edge product that she has and the wig. So women who want to keep their edges like set while they're putting their wigs on, it would be a perfect marriage of the two products. Now, this would have been good if it was a joint event, if she would have had samples that Marla had put out. But basically, like, this is a takeover of Marla's entire event. Yeah, that's the thing about synergy. It's that you actually have to, like, have that synergy. This was antagonistic. Marlo wanted none of this. Oh, no, absolutely not. There was no communication. I, I think at first Marlo handed... The antithesis of synergy. Exactly. It's literally a, like a combat. I don't know what the opposite of synergy is. I heard synergy, like, once in science and then, like, another time in a business meeting. And I'm like, you cannot be using science for business. They're two different worlds. One is the world of stone and steel. The other is the world of earth and air yeah that's exactly right thank you corporate america versus what was i talking about (laughs) i'm joking um but back to i think marlo handled it really well at first she's like oh thank you kenya right you know i i care about my edges thank you so much i loved porsche's little confessional being like this was not a good thing kenya this was not a good move she's like but i do care and i'll be using the product tomorrow (laughs) like Porsche is so funny, but Marlo really tried to be the bigger woman here, which is another reason why I don't think she's the one that recorded Cynthia because she's always trying to save face and make sure that things are at least going okay. So she's like, Kenny, thank you so much for supporting me and tries to give Kenny the opportunity to come and join the party, come and watch the competition, start the hair styling competition again. Kenny is like, no, I'm good over here with Candy. I'm just going to chill over here. And she's like, well, no, if you're here to support me, come support me. And Kenny is like, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. Clearly not supporting Marlo. Now this is where Marlo pops off because Marlo's like, security, security, where's my security? I need to take Kenya more out. And then she's like, anyone who does not want Kenya here, please, please join me in saying no more Kenya more. We want you to go. No more Kenya. And like people start chanting with her. It's insane. It's like, including Yovana. Yovana is quick to jump on and chant. Enthusiastically enthusiastically but instead of kenya more leaving nini leaves and she's walking out and yavada comes after her and she's like nini why are you leaving why can't you stay here for more? she's like this is not who i am anymore she's like i've been here and done that i'm not about the drama i don't want to deal with kenya and she's not she's like not even for marlo and nini's like uh-huh you had too much drink honey and just drives away a la abby lee miller with her baskin robbins run to the police station but Maybe I mean, that life coach has really changed Nini. I mean, this is Nini. Well, the reason Nini said she had to leave is because she sees Kenya's horns growing bigger every day and she was she would have dropped a hoe, essentially. That's why she left, is she didn't want to throw hands at Marlo's event and but be in trouble. But the life coach maybe has transformed Nini to this place where she doesn't feel the need to have to be confrontational. Or physical, as we saw last season with the closet and the cameraman. Right. But so thank you, Life Coach, for helping Nini. But also screw you, Life Coach, because I want to see Nini get into a fight. <laughs> I would have loved Nini to stay. But see, this is another case, like I said before, of Yovana rushing to Nini's right. side, being Nini's little lapdog. 
Guys, I'm telling you right now, if it's not revealed by the end of the season, I'm doing full Detective Making King Edmonds on Yovana. I'm finding our whole history, her whole future, and I will get a hold of this tape. You want to know how I know her whole future? Because she won't have one after I, I expose her for the snake she is. Also, I have to say, Marlo knows Kenya pretty well. Oh, yeah. And starting that whole chant was the worst approach to getting Kenya to leave. Because everyone knows that Kenya thrives off of that. Kenya loves the hate. She loves that kind of attention. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I knew the moment Marlo started that whole chant, like Kenya was going to bask in it. Oh, 100%. She She was going to. She loved the attention. She loved that people were like, ooh, ah. Kenya Moore and she was like still chant my name even though it's me going against me ooh more more Kenya Moore Kenya has always been a willing villain oh 100% and that's why she's really great that's why she's literally one of the best people on Bravo is because this woman understands her power she understands her uh, the brilliance of her character yeah, and leans into it a hundred percent she's not afraid she gets the format that's the thing a lot of people don't get it Kenya gets it. She's like in the top five of getting it. Oh, 100%. Kenya, we deserve so much to you, even though this was a shady ass move and it was oh, not yeah. okay. Of course. Um, That's what I would have been pissed is at filled Kenya. with is shady moves everywhere. Um, even if you love, even if you hate Kenya, and I think Kenya is pretty polarizing. Yeah. You love her or you hate her? I love her. She's great at Housewives. She's amazing you Housewives. You cannot dispute this. This is what you say about LVP. This is what you say about right. Lu- Luann De La Seps. Like yes. these women, you might not like. Right. But you have to show respect. You got to respect game. Yeah. They're good at game. They got it. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Got game. Uh, Vicky Gunvalson, another one. Even though you hate to see it, you got to love it. <laughs> right. Um, you love to hate to see it, basically. I liked what Marlo said about how her and Eva could get together and mend the bridge that they had burned because Eva didn't even show up. She was being really honest with herself. Um, Whereas she's like, I can never get back with Kenya because Kenya showed up and wasn't supporting me. She was actually trying to attack me and hurt me and mess up what I was trying to do. It was sabotage. It was. And I think there's a different, I think there's, I think there's some, you know, some respect and, you know, being like, well, I'm not going to show up because I know we're going to beef. So I'm not going to even bring that on your day. I feel like that's a nice thing to do that Eva did for Marlo. So I hope to see them maybe, you know, extend an olive branch, get back together. I mean, they were never together, but like maybe, you know, have Marlo stop talking about how do you pay for your life? You're living <laughs> above your means. I mean, we could say the same thing about you, Marlo. We don't know where the money comes from. But like. I mean, I, no one knows where my money, my money comes from. So don't come after me for living above my means. Um, I think that's it for Atlanta this week. Yeah. I think we covered it all. I think we mentioned it all. Woo! Guys, thank you so much for listening and for being part of our podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And stay tuned because we might have a special announcement in the next couple of weeks that we want you guys to be ready for. So make sure you hit that subscribe button now. You could have something free in your future. Also, if you guys want to make sure you follow us on all social media, please make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter by searching Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin. M-A-H. I changed my handle. You did. On Twitter. It's still Armin Mahram on Instagram. I'm going to look to change that, though. But 
whatever. You don't too have much to work me. for right now. Too much, <laughs> way too much work to just change it. <laughs> no, Instagram is really hard, um, and that's why I'm at Eddie underscore Strata on everything. <laughs> Plug. All right, guys, we love you. We'll see you next time. Adios.